Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings. Hey, thanks for joining me here on the Do Business Better podcast. It's me, Damian Mason. Got an interesting episode and discussion for you today because we're going to discuss a topic that I just penned for an article to be released this week as well about the very personal and selfish economics uh, surrounding the debate about reopening the United States economy. That's what we'll be talking about here in our brief little time together, and I think I'm going to give you some things to think about, and it's going to drive home the point that all decisions are emotional, but also they're economic oriented. So that's what we're going to be talking about. If you are a listener, thank you. Uh, If you are a viewer, now uh, we put these podcasts not only on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and you can always find the audio at DamianMason.com, but also we're doing video so you can check it out on YouTube. And I would like you to, while you're there, subscribe on YouTube uh, to my uh, channel, D. Mason Comedy, and it'll help others find me and make me more visible. So thank you very much. If you're saying, hey man, you're on video, what are you wearing? Because I'm listening in my car. I'm wearing my Schlitz t-shirt today. That's right. This is a little bit old school. If you guys like beer, like I like beer, sometimes I like the old-fashioned beers. You know, I'm a Coors Banquet guy, but I I like uh, those old Midwest kind of beers. You know, those Milwaukee beers. Schlitz, Miller High Life, a little bit of uh, Blatt's once in a while, old Milwaukee. Uh, You got to enjoy some of those once in a while. PBR. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this. I wrote this article because there's been a lot of stuff in the news. You know, I keep up with the Wall Street Journal. I try to keep with a lot of news sources. My comedy background taught me to always pay attention to a variety of sources and connect the dots. Um, Here's the discussion. We're going to reopen the U.S. economy, and it's now who's in charge, and there's the arguments between this governor and this uh, governor and the president. I'm not going to get into any of that political crap. I'm going to talk about the economics of it because I want you to go away understanding this. Everybody makes a decision based on their personal economics, their personal selfish economics. Now, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying it's you're greedy, you're selfish, you only care about yourself. I'm saying it's what humans do. Humans look out for their own best interests. As my buddy Bruce Turkel says, it's all about them and marketing, meaning your customers are what your company's all about sometimes because they don't care about you, they care about themselves. Well, the same thing goes for uh, decisions about things like reopening the U.S. economy. And holy cow, has this become a hot potato. Everybody and her sister has an opinion about this. We're going to kill people at the protests in my home state of Indiana last week. Outside the governor's mansion. There's folks that are deciding, you know what, don't tread on me. Flags are hanging out there. They're, they're absolutely believing that their, their civil liberties are being trampled upon, uh, their constitutional rights. And then what do you got? You got the very real issue of the people being put out of work. So there are protests going on outside the governor's mansion, and I have it from a good source, meaning friends of mine that were there, that other folks driving by screamed out the window, we hope you get sick 
because, of course, they weren't social distancing at the protest. So this is what we've got going on. And if you're a lover of more uh, empowerment to the government, this is actually a very good thing because the government can say, hey, you're not allowed to be open for business. And now you're also not allowed to protest in front of the governor's mansion uh, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm pretty libertarian. I'm a small biz person, a sole proprietor. And I'm just going to tell you that what this really boils down to is those people screaming out the window, we hope you get sick. They might just be lunatics. They might be hateful. They might be of the opinion that uh, the government should tell you what to do every day of the week, every decision. But more than likely, they are folks that are not economically invested in reopening. You see, everyone makes a decision uh, that favors their own benefit or their pain. That's what humans do. And I wrote it in my article here. I want to share it with you because it's very simple. Our choices are almost, I want you to write this down, almost always based on one of two things, seeking benefit or avoiding pain. Yes, I've talked about humans making emotional decisions, but I'm talking about an economic equation. When you say, I don't think we should be opened up because we're going to endanger lives. I'm like, well, what's it costing you to stay closed? What do you mean, what's it costing me? I'm at home with my kids. I'm at home with my spouse. I'm working on a TV tray in my basement, for God's sakes. You think this is it costing me? Well, what's it costing you? Have you lost your job? Have you lost your income? Have you lost your business? Is your small business, the very one that you work on weekends until 10 o'clock at night sometimes, that you took a, a, a home equity loan out to start five years ago in your garage, is that on the line? Well, no. Of course not. Because it's been my research that states very simply, those of us that run our own business, sole proprietors, self-employed, gig workers, small businesses, are much more advocates for let's open things up as rapidly as possible than those whose incomes are guaranteed. So a Wall Street Journal poll uh, last week found that 40% of Americans want to reopen, 60% don't. Now, there was a CBS poll that came out and said it was 30-70. So, depending on what poll you choose to listen to, it's 30-70 or 40-60. But the point is, we're still in the minority, those of us that wish to open the economy. Mine is purely about, I know what happens to small towns. I know what happens to main streets. I know what happens to lives that have been devastated. I know what drug addiction and suicide and domestic abuse look like. I know what my factory town in Indiana looked like after the factories pulled out in the 1980s and 90s. I know these things. I have lived and seen these things. But I will admit, I also have an economic, a personal, a personal vested interest because I want these, uh, the economy to open up for the good of my business. Now, I've told you all those other reasons because I'm well off enough now that we're going to get by and it's not like I'm going to lose it all, at least not right now. But I can tell you that I still have a personal vested interest. Well, so does everybody when it comes to their opinion about reopening the economy. So just bear in mind that economics at its very core is not about guns and butter or, or widgets or even supply and demand curves. Well, that's very, very important. What it really boils down to at its very core, at its very basics, economics is about human decision making. Now, you've been intimidated. You've seen the supply and demand charts and you've seen all of the inelasticity of demand and all these sorts of terms that somebody that's educated in economics like me uh, will probably throw out there. But let's just go back to the very beginning. What economics really is, is human decision-making, choices that you make about how you will behave, how you will manage scarcity, and what choices you will make that benefit you or help you avoid pain.
Most folks are not in pain right now. Now they're, they're dealing with some issues, they're not working, there's all of that. But the reality is, it's really only the small business people, the self-employed, the sole proprietors. You know, it could be doctors also. Everybody's hailing the doctors that are being heroes. What about the plastic surgeon? What about the doctor that replaces shoulders? Right now, they've been unable to do their job for a month in most places, sometimes in some places even more than that, because we kept the hospitals and all the facilities closed except for if you had coronavirus and we said your business is not allowed to open so those folks actually are there they're not doing any work they're not allowed to uh, eye surgeons not doing any work right now so it could be landscapers no in many places they are working could be painters could be small business shop owners dry cleaners haircuts those people really want to open up the economy. Why? Because they are personally vested in it. So those that scream out the window, I hope you get sick, don't really have a leg to stand on because they're going to pretend it's all about science. They're going to pretend it's all about public health. But let's just do this. Let's just take the person whose job is guaranteed, who has been sitting at home for seven weeks, receiving their exact same paycheck, and the only difference is they're now working from home. And by working, that means, oh, they return a couple of emails, and they do a Zoom call, and they call uh, somebody, and they put in about two hours, maybe three. And they get more time to play jigsaw puzzles with the kids and go out for walks and watch TV. Not a bad gig, really. Of course they're not in a hurry to open things up. Let's talk about those people. Because I have been criticized as being all about money. You don't care about human lives. No, I'm telling you that I care about businesses. That a lot of my friends that own small businesses, sole proprietors, self-employed, entrepreneurs, gig economy workers, they're up against the ropes. 25% of those businesses are now out of business as of two and a half, three weeks ago. My reading says it's probably pushing now close to half of these businesses. One third of these businesses will not come back. <clears throat> Let's say you have a normal job. You haven't changed I mean, you just you change your lifestyle, but you haven't changed. You haven't you change your daily activity, but you haven't changed your actual income or your finances because you're still being paid. What about government employees? You know that the United States of America, 22 million Americans, 22 million. Think about that. Out of 330 million, the whole entire bunch of us that work is only like 200, 150, 160, or 200 million. Because let's face it, you got children, you got retirees. 22 million have government jobs at the state, federal, or local level. Their job hasn't changed. They may be showing up at work. They may be working from home. But one thing you can bet on, they're still being paid. What about the unemployed? A lot of people discovered it was more profitable to be unemployed and get an unemployment check than it is to actually go to work. Yes, that's true. Of course, those people are not incentivized to reopen the economy. Here's the numbers. You get $390 a week in my home state of Indiana to be unemployed, but the federal government decided to help stave off a calamity to pay a $600 unemployment bonus for up to 16 weeks. That means this is now a $990 paycheck per week to be unemployed. That is about $50,000 a year. Guess what? The median, and that means half below and half above, the median personal income in the United States of America last year was right around thirty-three or $34,000. So you gave these unemployed people not just enough money to get them by, not just enough to break them even, but in most cases, you're giving them a pay raise to sit at home and watch Netflix. Ah, very profitable to binge watch The Crown.
Of course, they're not incentivized, nor would they support a reopening of America. Why go and work at the job that they may or may not even like to make less than they can make on unemployment? So you've got government employees, you've got the unemployed. Now let's talk about, and again, I talked about folks with normal jobs. I have friends that have normal jobs with large companies that have worked, they're working from home somewhat. Let's face it, let's be honest here. You're, you're going to the bathroom, you're going to the refrigerator, you're going and playing with the kids, you're going and playing with the dog, you're logging on to Facebook more than you would if you were at the office, right? You're jackassing around more than you would if you were really working. And your pay hasn't changed, you've got more time at home with the kids. You're probably not in a big hurry to reopen. But small business people don't have that luxury. Let's talk about another group. Pensioners and uh, the retired. There are over 45 million Americans that receive benefits for uh, retirement benefits, that is, from Social Security. So right there, you've got 50 or 60 million self-employed small business sole proprietors, and you've got 45 million that are retired. What's their hurry? <laughs> they don't have any hurry about opening anything because they don't earn a paycheck and they don't have a business anymore. They're retired. So you can understand real quickly why we get to 60-40. My concern my deep concern is about the business losses and about the lives that are going to be permanently negatively altered. Domestic abuse, divorces, uh, drug use, uh, return, return of crime to Main Street, dilapidated buildings. Uh, we're going to see devastation on Main Street. We're going to see a lot of bills not get paid that then hurts other people. We're going to see employees that have to be continue laid off because then the trickle-down, the ripple effect. Also, there's the fact that the government can't continue to spend ourselves back to whole. The government has no money. It's our money. Every, every dollar the government has was taken from us in way of taxes. The private sector has to get back to work. I can make the case a thousand times over about all the reasons that we should reopen. And there's going to be absolutely no chance I will be able to change your mind. Because your mind about whether or not we reopen the U.S. economy is based on your personal economy, your selfish economy. And I'm not calling you selfish. Everyone is. Everyone makes a personal economic decision. Because economics, at its very core, is about human decision-making. My hope is that we reopen the economy and I hope that those that oppose this come around before there's no economy to come back to. I'm Damian Mason. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. I'm the, episode, I'm the author of Do Business Better. It's available at DamianMason.com. You can also pick it up as an audio or ebook on Amazon. Uh, please follow my stuff. Please subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. And now you have learned... Some simple economics you can share with your friends. Of course, the majority are opposed to reopening because it's not really changed their income to stay closed, but it eventually will, and that's going to be very bad for America. Till next time, it's the Do Business Better podcast. If you enjoyed this episode of Do Business Better, please share it. And be sure to connect with Damien on LinkedIn, like his Facebook fan page, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter. For speaking inquiries or to purchase Damien's books, Food Fear and Do Business Better, go to DamienMason.com. Know someone who'd make a great guest? Send us a message. We're always looking for compelling stories and business lessons our listeners can benefit from. Thank you. Thank you.